people, good morning. Welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. You already know who it is, man. It is good to be back live. It's been about five days, six days. It's been a long time, okay? You know what? Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so happy. Oh, geez. You know, a lot of things are happening. See, I wish I could do these types of podcasts in terms of rambles and everything all the time. But you know what? I've got to make a choice every day. I've got to make a choice to just be happy. See, a lot of you can make the choice to just be happy or be content or make the choice to stop being a victim. Make a cho- There's a lot of different choices. We make choices every day. Of course, we got big choices and we got small choices. See, over the last few days, of course, doing some soul searching and whatnot, I had to really figure deep down inside exactly what is it? What is the, what is the problem with my discontent? A lot of people would say, well, you know what, are you, are, are you happy, are you content with your life? This is why I always do the Will of Life podcast, to figure out how I'm feeling at that particular moment. And see, because physical, because my physical environment, not where I'm living right now, okay, because there are so many different shops that are opening in my condominium area, it's developing into a gorgeous community. Now, with, in terms of my condo, I'm very, very happy, but in terms of my job, my workplace... I am very discontent. And you know what? I realized that it wasn't even about the money because now I'm getting classes, but that still doesn't take away the feeling of discontent. So I have to ask myself, Arsenio, what is it? What choice are you going to make? Are you going to continue living in discontent or are you going to find another place and, you know, follow your bliss? So thus, I've been doing that. And you know what? I've told myself next year that there is going to be a massive change in my life. And you know what? I'm going to thank everyone that has probably, you know, basically has given me that firepower, has given me that knowledge, and have given me the tools and accessories and things that I can actually push myself for. But you know what? I need to keep on learning. I'm 29 years old. A lot of you are probably 15 all the way up to 65. And so many people, they just stop learning. How can you stop learning about life? I'm talking about the garbage systematic education system, whereas you're learning numbers and calculus and all these different things to do a job that you don't even want to do. I'm talking about learning, becoming a learner of life, finding yourself. See, I had to make a choice just a couple of days ago to figure out, hey, you know what, Arsenio, in terms of moving forward in my professional career and finding myself, This place is no longer suitable for me. Now, I am very grateful for everything that is happening to me at this given moment in my life going forward. It is a gorgeous month in November. The temperatures are down. I got wonderful people in my life. I got so many things happening on my podcast. Thank you. Big thank you to my folks in Federal, Argentina, and Asuncion, Paraguay. I got a lot of places out there that are tuning into me. No, it's just so, I'm just, I have so much to be grateful for. But at one particular moment, you have to sit back and Basically, be be the audience of who you are and look at yourself and say, okay, seven out of the eight categories right now are fulfilled. But there's one category that a lot of people suffer from, and that's that physical environment, that workplace environment. And if you are no longer happy, it's time to make a choice. See, guys, we all come into this world naked. We come into this world scared. We make decisions based on scarcity and based on impulse you know being impulsive and whatnot it, it a lot we come in to the world ignorant to the fact that we don't know what it is that we're trying to search for in life you know that's why a lot of people turn to religion that's why a lot of people turn to a lot of different 
uh, cults and never, I'm not calling a religion a cult. I'm just saying there are cults out there. And a lot of people turn to a lot of different things because they're trying to find themselves. See, after that grand entrance, the life that we end up with is basically predicated on an accumulation of all the choices we have made and make in our life. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about that African-American community that I talk about just so many different times on so many different occasions. That African-American community, the one that I've lived in, the one where I've heard gunshots so many different times. Those people have, they make the choice every day to smoke the weed, to live on wick, to live on generational welfare, to always point fingers at other people for their faults and for their mishaps and for so many different other yeah, so for, for so many other te- things you know see our choices ultimately end up being our worst enemy see they could they could deliver us to our goals or send us just orbiting into like a galaxy a galaxy now i'm not talking about the milky way i'm talking about a galaxy very very far away into an abyss into a black hole see that's what choices do you guys think about it Everything in your life exists because you first made a choice about something. Choices are the root of every one of our results we have, you know, made in our life. See, our choice starts with the behavior. And that behavior, like I told you in Napoleon Hill's book, over time becomes a habit. See, choose poorly and you might find yourself, you know, basically back against the wall on the drawing board, forced to make new Often harder choices, you know, don't all, you know, and the thing is, don't choose. If you don't choose at all, you end up becoming a passive receiver and you take whatever comes your way. We see a lot of people, they make it a lot of people who are in prison right now. They've made the choice to rob and to do something completely illegal because this all comes from a systematic, small, you know, incremental choices that build up over time. See, it always starts at something small, right? That person who's a stealer, the, of course, this guy that tried robbing for me when I was back in Las Vegas, his name was Junior. It all began from a video game when he was probably eight or nine years old. Next thing you know, he began robbing houses and all different things and putting people at gunpoint until he robbed and messed around with the wrong African-American. And I threw his ass in jail in a heartbeat. See, a lot of people, see, those little choices, they compound over time. The compound effect. See, it's... Those choices right there are going to alter the the trajectory of your life. So in this particular chapter of Darren Hardy's book, I'm going to make you become aware of making choices that basically support the expansion of your life. You're no longer going to be that 99% of your choices based on your unconscious. No more will most of your daily routines and traditions come as a reaction to your programming. You're going to ask yourself every day, quote, how many of my behaviors have I not voted on? What am I doing that I didn't consciously choose to do yet continue to do every day? A lot of you are doing the job that you choose to do every day. See, guys, I love my students. That's basically the only reason why I'm still at my present workplace, because that's all I care about are my students. Now, the people who I work with. In terms of, you know, uh, you know, the people in the workplace and the people who do this and do that. Hey, I can't change them. And they can't change me. I can't change their perception of me. It is what it is. But you know what? I'm able to hit that pause button. 
And you know, and, and instead of stumbling into something called like idiot territory, I'm going to lead to something that's going to support me in the up, but not the upbringing. It's not, well, the upbringing, is that actually negative? Well, you know what? Support me in the unfolding of my life, the habits and everything that support me. See, your biggest challenge and my biggest challenge. It's not that we've intentionally have been making bad choices over time. But the biggest challenge is that we're sleepwalking through our choices. See, half the time we're not even aware that we're even making them. Am I right? I mean, if you look at it right now, everything's on autopilot. See, behaviors over time become habits. Habits become, of course, that autopilot that's built into your subconscious mind. I'm talking about the thing, uh, you know, a lot of people make the choice to just sit on Facebook here in Thailand over the course of, let's say, two hours on a bus when they could be learning a different language or doing a lot of different other things that are far more productive. See, have you ever been going about your business, enjoying your life, when all of a sudden you make a stupid choice of a, you know, or a series of small choices that sabotage your hard work and momentum? All for no apparent reason. See, you didn't uh, intend to sabotage yourself. But by not thinking about your decisions, you end up, you know, weighing in on the risk and potential outcomes. You don't do any of that and you find yourself facing unintended consequences. See, nobody intends to become obese. Nobody intends to become fat, for the lack of a better term. Nobody intends to become, you know, go through bankruptcy or get a divorce or... You know, all the other things that life throws at us intentionally. See, these consequences are the result of a series of small, poor choices. Bankruptcy. If you look at it this way, when I had that credit card, when I was young, oh yeah, I used to just go to, you know, just slide it on through continuously. You know what's crazy? I actually spent upwards to about 500 US dollars, 15,000 baht. On a girlfriend that ultimately ended up dumping me three weeks later. And that threw me into debt that I wasn't able to escape. And it's always compounded from a series of... Because I was already in a little bit of debt at that particular moment ten years ago. But those small little steps and bad choices compounded to the big one. Whereas, hey, you know what it says? Hey, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't get a credit card anymore because you owe too much money. I'm like, oh, my God, how did I get myself into it? It's a series of bad choices. See, guys, elephants don't bite. Have you ever been bitten by an elephant? How about a mosquito? What I'm trying to say is it's the little things in life that are going to bite you. The spiders. See, occasionally we see the big mistakes like I told you about. A guy destroying his career and reputation in an instant you know, in the heart of Beverly Hills or Hollywood or whatever, you know, based on racial slurs that he gave during a stand-up routine. See, that happened about nine, ten years ago. They call uh, Kramer from Seinfeld, if a lot of Americans know that show. Yeah, he threw his career away in an instant. And now this happens because it's all, you know, those big mistakes, they happen. See, but for most of us, it's the frequent, small, seemingly inconsequential choices that are the grave concern. See, I'm talking about the decisions you think don't make any difference at all. Those boneheaded maneuvers, those no biggie behaviors, or those disguised positive choices. 
These insignificant decisions can completely throw us off if we're not mindful of them. For instance, if you inhale a soda, a bag of potato chips, and you suddenly realize that, hey, you know, after that potato chip, you realize that you had a healthy day, you know, basically in the morning, in the afternoon, and then in the evening, you just throw it off completely, such as what I kind of do, because I don't prepare myself for the evening. And a lot of you, hey, you just get caught up a lot. Um, hey, let me let me let, let me go back just a big step. Let me take a big step back. You get caught up and lose two hours of watching mindless TV or on the Internet watching mindless videos. No offense. No offense. See, I got a lot of people who are listening to this right now. Yes. Listening to this right now. And you're saying, hey, you know, I like watching my YouTube. Hey, me too. I love laughing. I watch videos that make me laugh. I don't watch things like uh, based on war, politics, or things that do not suit me. I don't watch other people's lives either. I watch two people stand up and just crack ridiculous jokes for 10 minutes. Just give me 10 minutes of downtime so I can laugh and change the entire biochemistry of my body. And that's all that matters. But a lot of you are watching reality TV. You're watching lives of other people. And that's the biggest thing. See, it's kind of like... You know, you can make an educational documentary based on someone else's life. That reality TV, you don't even realize that you could have been preparing for an important presentation or you could have been preparing for a podcast such as what I do, a video such as what I do, the books that I read, you know, basically emailing, you know, a couple of people back in terms of my editing, in terms of my book. I could be doing all these things, but no, I get caught up. Sometimes we do get caught up, and it's always towards the end, the end of the evening. See, it's kind of like we blurt out that knee-jerk, that knee-jerk lie, even to a loved one, for no good reason. Kind of like, hey, I love you, but you really deep down inside don't even do it, and you don't really, don't even show the love. See, (sighs) what's going on, guys? talk about thanksgiving guys you know thanksgiving's coming up real soon i told you guys about um you know my good old tedx podcast that will be coming soon it won't be downloadable i just want you guys to be able to uh listen to it instead of downloading it just because uh this is something that i'm going to be aiming for next year but if you look at it this way it's easy to point fingers at other people right You know, a lot of people would say, hey, I'm not getting ahead because uh, I blame my lame boss or I'm not doing this because of this or that. See, I could go back and I could go to my place of work and say, oh, you're not letting me do this. You're not letting me do this. You're not letting me do this. I could do that. I could play the blame game as all of us can. And you know what? But at the end of the day, I'm gifted, such as all of you are gifted at that finger pointing department. See, we're, we're masters of it. But when it comes to, you know, romantic relationships and whatnot, hey, it's always the other person that needs to change rather than you. See, Darren Darren Hardy was talking about a specific individual basically, you know, know, years back. He was in a relationship with his wife and he started finger pointing and talking about all the bad things about his life. Darren saw that this life was a terrific person, okay? And so what ended up happening, he told his friend, he said, you know what, what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to keep a journal. You're going to keep a journal for Thanksgiving. From Thanksgiving on, the day after Thanksgiving on, I want you to write at least one positive thing about your wife in that journal for 365 more days. Or 365, you know, based, you know, based on leap years and whatnot. And so he did. And you know what? When it came to the next Thanksgiving, he gave her that journal and she cried. 
calling it the best gift she ever received. But it wasn't it wasn't even the funny thing is or the funny thing was that that person was more affected by the gift. The man that actually did it. See, all that journaling forced him to focus on his wife's positive aspects. See, he was kind of doing it in the unconscious way towards, you know, pointing, you know, pointing fingers at this or that. In terms of relationships, you guys could do this, too. Take out a book right now. You don't even have to wait till Thanksgiving. You don't have to wait till New Year's to make some bogus ass New Year's resolutions looking to resolve something. Take out a book right now. And if there's something, someone, a significant other that you always complain about or you just never, you, you, you just constantly finger point because, of course, we are all masters of that finger pointing department. I want you guys to write one good thing about that person for the next 365 days in that Thanksgiving journal. I'm not talking about the real Thanksgiving, okay? Well, you can do it on the real Thanksgiving, but I don't want you to wait for another three weeks. And a lot of people don't celebrate Thanksgiving like Americans do, like a lot of my people in my podcast, okay? I got people from all over the world in Iran, all the way down to Argentina, up to Paraguay, everywhere that are listening to this. They don't know what the hell Thanksgiving is. Do it right now and start writing that. Keep that Thanksgiving journal. And you know what? As a result of making that choice of taking a a mere five minutes a day, to document all the reasons why you're grateful for that other particular individual who you continue to find fault in, you experience one of the best, I guess, relationship-altering happenings. Why? Because, hey, you make a choice to be grateful, that gratitude, that everything. Guys, that's all I'm trying to say right now. See, right now I can make a choice to look back at my job and say, you know what, for the next day I'm going to be grateful the next however long I am there for and just be grateful for it. And you know what? I'm going to cha- start changing the tides. A lot of things within that particular place, that particular workplace is going to change. Anything that you're complaining about right now doesn't have to be about relationships. Any of the eight categories about your life. It could be about the fun and hobbies, the career, the wealth, the, uh, the physical environment, the romantic relationships, the uh, personal development. Uh, all of those things, whatever place you're lacking in, just take out a book and just make an entry every day. If you can do five grateful things that you're grateful for instead of finger pointing, do that instead. That means you're going to have to write over 1,500, I guess 1,500 things that you're grateful for in terms of that one thing. See, that's why I'm actually developing a book right now so that you are going to be able to write these things down. Sell it for real cheap. Probably I'll put it in as an e-book. Or you could just buy it on Amazon, etc., etc. And this is going to be good. It's going to be affirmations. It's going to be things that you could write down. It's going to be a journal because there aren't that many journals out there. I'm getting that done right now. I got my person working on it. <sighs> because you know what? Ugh, a lot of us, man, we just find faults in just about everything. We do that finger pointing all too often. As a result, I could sit here and say, you know what? I'm so happy and grateful, so happy and grateful for my place of work. Because if I didn't have my place of work, where else would I be? I am so happy. Well, of course, I'm truly grateful for having a work permit, a visa, everything here within Thailand. And I am with all my heart. I'm grateful for having the another opportunity to change another person's life every day. See, I've changed the tides and you, too, can change the tides. So I'm going to end that podcast here because it's going to continue piling over tomorrow. Another Darren Hardy podcast in terms of, hey, owning up to that 100%, getting a little bit lucky and completing a formula for getting lucky. 
And this is going to be good. This is going to help you out because this these are going to be actionable steps for you. So, guys, again, it's so good to be back live. If you guys got any questions, stay tuned as always. And until then, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.